on Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Welcome back to another Saturday Sports Show. Thanks to Extreme Sports in the uh, Caratha City Shopping Centre in our opening hour. We're going to catch up with Clark Smith again. We uh, finished off talking to him last week ahead of the burnouts out of Nickel Bay Speedway. And uh, he was a bit worried about uh, getting in the passenger seat of his beloved car and letting one of his co-workers do the driving on the night. So we'll see if he survived and catch up with him before the news at 9 o'clock. We'll also catch up with Jimmy Daniels from the Borough Mountain Biking Club in this opening hour to find out what's going on out of the Mountain Biking Club this afternoon. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Saturday Sports Show. We're going to talk uh, volleyball now. It's a sport we haven't spoken about before on the program. Uh, the Northwest Volleyball Association is based here in Caratha. And, uh, well, they're really very Caratha-centric. Chris Cowan is uh, the head honcho, if you like, uh, has got the title president. But uh, they tell me you're not much of a player, Chris. You're more of an administrator, more of a pen pusher. Uh, that's that's correct, mate. I'm uh, I'm a behind the scenes sort of a guy. I uh, just just make sure that they're ticking all the right boxes. Mate. You're you're a uh, doer. You're a doer. <laughs> yeah, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this Northwest Volleyball Association. As I said in the intro, it's very Caratha centric. So uh, how how do we get the northwest part of it beyond the borders of the the city of Caratha uh, and beyond, say, Robin and Wickham? Well, um, it's, it's been around. Northwest uh, Volleyball Association has been around for uh, quite a long time. Can't tell you the total years. Probably about twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why they called it that and not Karatha Volleyball, but um, but anyway, we've decided that we wanted to invite uh, the Northwest together and get a few of the the local towns to to come on in and have a competition with us. So, we put the feelers out, mm-hmm. and we got some great response from Tom Price, Exmouth, Newman, and Port Hedland. All right. So, so you've got uh, Newman, Tom Price, Headland, and Caratha, and Exmouth. Is that right? Exmouth as well. Yes. Very good. Yep. Oh, that's 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 great for uh, for the smaller towns. Uh, I don't suppose yeah. Panawonica probably has uh, enough people to uh, form a, a. How many people do you need? Seven on a volleyball team, isn't it? Plus subs. Uh, Six, six on the court plus subs. Yeah, okay. Six yeah. on the court yeah. plus subs. Very good. Uh, and so you've got five towns from Caratha, uh, Headland, and Newman, Tom Price, Exmouth. Five towns. How many teams are coming to town for this tournament next weekend? We've, we've got um, we've got nine teams um, entered into the comp. Yep. Caratha's uh, put up three mm-hmm. of those. Um, Tom Price has put up two teams. And... Port Hedland has put up two, and the other two have put a team in each. One each from Newman and Exmouth. Okay. All right, so nine teams in a tournament, uh, and are you going to be running it over the whole weekend, or is it just a one-day tourney? We're just doing it for one day. Mm -hmm. Um, We're kicking off around about 7.30, 8 o'clock on the Saturday morning. Oh, that's very early. Um, Well, we're opening the doors to get them set up. I, I, I think... First game is, um, I haven't got the schedule in front of me, but the first game is about 8.30, I think. All right. Um, so doors open o'clock. at 7.30, strapping starts at 7.31. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but uh, well, well, it's, it's uh, looking like a big, big day of uh, volleyball. Um, yeah. You're going to be stretching uh, it across uh, three courts inside the Leisureplex? 
Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, Centre court will be main court for the the big events. All right. Um, in, when we get to the finals, we'll um, we'll roll out the the grandstand and bring everybody in close to cheer them all on. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, with nine teams, how do you how do you get them into a, a round robin and final situation? Do you do you go into A grade, B grade, you know, pool competition or something like that? You've asked the wrong person that one, but that's okay. <laughs> I've got the answer. <laughs> no, we, those sort of questions go to uh, people of a higher authority. We've had the um, the volleyball WA sort that one out for yeah, us okay. and um, set up a pool. It's a pool system. Yep. Um, so we'll have two pools. Um, we have no idea of what the team's capabilities are at this point in time. Yep. So um, we can't even grade anybody at, the, at this point. Um, after this this year, we'll be able to grade grade the towns appropriately and and um, set pools up appropriately for you know, going forward. So this is it's the competition's closer closely aligned. Right. So the games uh, the games themselves are next Saturday. Um, from what I understand, volleyball is played in sets, much like tennis and table tennis and things like that. Anything with a net is usually played with sets. Are you going to do the same thing, or is there a best of? What's what's the go for next week? Uh, um, it's each each game's a it's fifty minute game, um, ten minute warm up, fifty minute game, with um, best of three, three sets. Okay. And uh, and uh, based on what they can achieve within that. Time frame. Okay, so what happens if the three sets don't actually get knocked off in the 50 minute uh, time limit? Is whatever the score uh, is at that point, is it? It pretty much that, yeah. that's it. It's uh, we're restricted to the time, so there's percentages, um, points for and against, yep. sets for and against. It's, it's all calculated automatically in the scoring system, um, which, uh, as I said, the uh, VWA has set that up for us on, a, on an app. So all we have to do is just enter in the scores and it'll all tell us who's who in the zoo. And finals will be played Saturday night or Saturday evening? Saturday evening. Um, yep. Finals set for 6 o'clock. Yep. So, um, yeah, full day of volleyball with the final played at 6 with uh, all the crowd. Hopefully everyone hangs around for it, all the, all the other teams. Then um, they don't have to shoot off back home at the end of the, the day. Hopefully they've, they've booked accommodation and... Staying, settling in for the night. All right. And uh, is the uh, final any different to the round robin games? The round robin games you said are they're, they're fifty minute max, uh, best of three. You're going to change that up for the final, or is it the final is going to be exactly the same? No, the finals are a best of five with no time limit. Oh. So it it could finish within the three sets. <laughs> Nice and early, or it could go right out. So uh, we don't know. There'll be some tired bodies. Right there'll yeah. be some tired bodies at the best of five. That's, the, that's, that's how we like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, how you, you're throwing the gates open at 7.30, did you say, on next Saturday morning. Uh, the public coming in, is it, does it cost to come in and watch? No, no, no cost to come in and watch. We want anyone that's listening in to... Um, Get on down there and come and watch. Anyone that's interested, bring yep. the kids, come down for the day. Very good. Um, yeah, it's a free entry into the Leisureplex. Um, and there's plenty of seating. There's, there's bleachers uh, for in front of every court. Mm-hmm. And as, as I said, for the grand final, we'll, we'll roll in the big grandstand. So there'll be plenty of room for everybody. For a show court for the grand final next Saturday evening. Chris, thanks for taking our call today. Uh, hopefully everyone gets down there next Saturday uh, to see the... 
first ever Northwest Volleyball tournament, a regional tournament with teams coming all the way up from Exmouth, inland from Tom Price and Newman and up the road to our neighbours from Headland. Uh, it should be a pretty good uh, day out. Hopefully it's very successful for you next Saturday. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Time to catch up with the Burrup Mountain Bike Club and Jimmy's on the phone again uh, for our Saturday sports show. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. And yourself? I'm all right. Have you? Uh, I heard that you took part in the uh, Red Dirt Ultra last weekend, not as a competitor, but as one of the tail runners. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I did. I uh, just did the course sweep for a few laps. Yeah, okay. Did you do it yeah. during the night or did you do it while the daylight was there? I I had the golden hour. I had the, the I started about five, so I had the sun set nice. and then ran into the night. I think I finished up about ten o'clock. Good yeah, work. it was great. Well done. Yeah. Uh, I hear from Jacks no one hit the uh, any pothole, so that was good. <laughs> no, no, all all good. Uneventful event, which was great. All right. Uh, all right, we'll catch up with Jax and talk about the Backyard Ultra a little bit later in the program. Now, this afternoon, awesome. Burrup Mountain Bike's got uh, a six-hour, well, enduro, for want of a better term. It's not really the enduro, but it's uh, it's an it's an, um, an ultra-type marathon for on bikes, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, six-hour. It's a great format. Um, this event's been running for oh, nearly 20 years, um, a really good community event. We have a teams, juniors section, teams section, uh, and then some people choose to do it solo if they want to ride for six hours. Um, but, yeah, awesome event on this afternoon. Jimmy, I thought running for 24 hours, like uh, what Ethan did all 24 last week in the Backyard Ultra, and kudos to that man, he's a lunatic. Um, yes. The But to ride for six hours on a very small piece of uh, support material underneath your cheeks <laughs> as a solo, that's, that's up there with lunacy. Yeah, it becomes pretty uncomfortable. You do get off every now and again just to have a little feed and, you know, stop, but... Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uncomfortable. Let, you know, let let that leave leave that to the um, the mad mad people. We just want to have a bit of fun, right, ride so around. Like I said, there's, the juniors is great. There's a six um, six person team format, and yep. they ride a, a smaller loop. And then there's the social riders as well, team of four. Uh, again, it's a smaller loop. I think it's around six kilometres. And then once you start moving into the other the teams of two and the solos, that's a um, a nine kilometre loop. All right, so. Uh, is this this is going to be up there with like the old uh, lapathons from from primary school when you're running around school oval collecting money fundraising things? Yeah. You're basically, you're, you're riding for six hours starting at what, three this afternoon, and whoever's completed the most laps is declared the biggest lunatic. Oh, sorry, the winner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, entries sixty bucks, and you get a free T-shirt with that, an event T-shirt, which is pretty cool. Uh, and the winner takes home the prestigious prize of the yellow jersey. Oh, the female, yellow male, jersey. Female yellow jersey. Yes, so you get to wear that for the yeah. year. Jeez, you're getting, the, you're getting that in early. I mean, Tour de France is next month. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to give it to them after. You know, we borrow it. <laughs> uh, registrations have closed off, though, haven't they? Didn't they close off yesterday, Friday? Yeah, online registrations. But if you come down and you've got a team and you want to get involved, or if you're solo, Come down and see our timing guy, Matt, and um, I'm sure he'll be able to let you ride. All right. So what what time would you like them there? What time would Matt like them there? It's obviously not oh, five to three would be a bad no, time. No, 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 please no. No, no. Like, I think um, one o'clock yeah. at the latest would, would be great. Yeah, come down and um, 
the event village is at the BMX track yep. on Rosemary Road. Yep. So just come on down there. You don't have to bring all your gear. Just come down at one or before to, to register with Matt. I'm sure we'll be able to get you get you riding. All righty. It's all happening this afternoon, three o'clock. Don't uh, forget. Sorry. Sorry. Don't forget. You must have lights yes. on your bike. Yes. Front and rear, <laughs> because we're riding till nine o'clock at night, and it's very dark. Yeah, especially up there in them there hills. <laughs> yes, and your phone is not considered a light. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it, it doesn't work So do we need lights on bikes Or do we, just like the Backyard Ultra last week Running, we're going to have a, the light on the forehead That's fine, yeah, yeah, yep. yep As long as you're lit up um, yes. With a front and, and rear light You know what would be good If these, if the riders came along and they were like uh, In fancy dress, like you get your Fred Flintstones And Barney Rubbles out there riding yeah. bikes Absolutely, yeah, we do we're encouraging have a, we that? Do have a prize Yeah, absolutely, yeah Like I said, it's, it's a social fun event You know there are, there are some people that want to ride for six hours by themselves. They're different people. Um, we're, we're, are you in that category, fun. Jim? I have been once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> different set of um, people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so the um, the fancy dress, there will be a parade before the start, and mm-hmm. um, we, we have a vote at the end of the race as well to see who uh, wins the prize of fancy dress. So, yeah. I wonder if the uh, Pilbara Trailblazers have got any more any of the tutus left over from last week uh, for lap twenty two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not everyone not everyone used them because not everyone got no. that far to twenty two. Exactly, that's a <laughs> hell of an effort, <laughs> mate. Uh, it's all happening from three o'clock this afternoon. Now, if you do want, if you do fancy getting into it and you haven't actually done the online registrations, get on down there about one o'clock this afternoon uh, and uh, see Matt and uh, see if you can get into one of the fields, particularly if you're one of the teams. Um, probably better to come down as a team rather than as a special person, as Jimmy calls it. Um, <laughs> For the six-hour race this afternoon, uh, lap after lap after lap, uh, with a very small piece of support material underneath your cheeks, mate. Um, all the best. Uh, we'll, we'll chat with you, you in the next couple of weeks because you've got a you've got another big uh, enduro coming up um, next month. Yeah, yeah, in middle of July. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Daniel from Barrop Mountain Biking. Barrop Mountain Biking. Geez, it's hard to say on a Saturday morning. Uh, joining us today ahead of this afternoon's six-hour race. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Last week on the Saturday Sports Show, we caught up with uh, Clark Smith from the Caratha Burnout uh, Committee uh, for the burnouts last Saturday afternoon and evening out at uh, Nickel Bay Speedway on the massive burnout pad. And uh, we signed off by saying, well, he was saying that he was putting his backside in the hands of one of his co-workers uh, and he was going to be in the passenger seat. Um, happy to say that he survived. Morning, Clark. How yep. are you? Morning. Morning, Dave. How are you? Good. All right. Good. Did you survive intact, or was it uh, a hairy, scary experience? I survived the car and survived the weekend, but me, um, my worker definitely scared scared the hell out of me. But um, no, it was good. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> All right then. So let's go back and have a look back. How we were with hoping to get around fifty cars. How many did we yep. end up with? There was. Uh, just about everyone that nominated come, so yeah, it was just shy of 50 cars um, and a good even spread over the three classes, so you know, it was a really, really good turnout. So where do these all these cars come from? Obviously not all Caratha, but the majority would have been Caratha. Yeah, a lot of Caratha, Tom Price, Newman sort of um, in Headland, but yeah, there was a lot of Perth cars um, and there was cars from Broome um, and, and as such, but yeah, nah, the, um, the Perth guys definitely come up and gave us a run for our money. Did they now? 
took out most of the classes, oh. but um, the local the local boys got the um, got seconds and thirds, so we gave them a run for their money. So, so what exactly were the prizes on the night then? Um, I think there was a new tyres. Nah, prize <laughs> pool. Um, there was cash prizes, so there was a prize pool of just shy of thirty grand over the over the three classes. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, the top three in each class walked away with money in their hands. So, um, and then there were smaller prizes that um that for for little awards that everyone got. So, you know, there was definitely everyone walked away with something, and all the all the entrants got shirts and and, and stuff like that. So, everyone got something. Yeah. All right. And how many people took our advice last week and stayed away from downwind from the smoke? Uh, it changed every hour, good old Caratha. <laughs> of so course it did. That's yeah, what you get in Nickel Bay, mate. It's what you get yep. in Nickel Bay. <laughs> everyone got a mouthful at one point, that's for sure, yeah. Good crowd? Yeah, really good crowd. There was um, at least two or three cars deep all the way around. And when finals hit, there's three rounds. When final hit, there was still, I think, counted 11 cars trying to get in the gate. So wow. there was a big crowd throughout the whole night, yeah. Well, you must be pleased then from uh, from the uh, burnout committee perspective uh, that oh. uh, it went off really well. And uh, I guess onwards and upwards from here, the next time you do a burnout comp, uh, is it going to be this year or next year? But whichever way you go, uh, it's going to be bigger. Yeah, we'll do little ones through the year, but we'll definitely do this one annually like we've done for the last, uh, I think, eight years. So um, this is by far the biggest one. It's gone smoothly. So mm -hmm. um, it'll be uh, bigger and better next year for sure. And you did a fundraiser on the night for Beyond Blue. Is that right? Yeah. So um, thanks to Troy's Tyres, we um, we got we wanted to get 15 cars on the pad. Um, I think by the end of the night there was a few tired cars, but we got 13 <laughs> cars on the pad. At all once. At once. Um, all at all once. once. Yep. Yeah, wow. and um, they sent sent um, just shy of thirty tyres up in blue smoke in the air, and all the proceeds went to Beyond Blue, so that was really good. So um, everyone can go on the burnout page and and donate to that. But that was um, a bloody good fundraiser, that one. All right. Yeah, hit home to a lot of people. That one was good. It really does. Good. Uh, and look, the Beyond Blue do a great job. Uh, mental health is very uh, important to everyone, not just um, Beyond yep. Blue. I guess the focus no. is ma mainly male, but uh, mental health affects everyone. It can be yep. young, old, um, male, female, indigenous, uh, non-indigenous. It can be anyone. Exactly. Uh, so it's a it's a huge Huge thing. So well done to uh, to the Nickel Bay Speedway and the Burnout Committee for getting that done. Um, yep. We've uh, got it all sorted then. So do we do we have do we have to name these Perth drivers, or can we just say congratulations, well done? We'll see you next year. Yeah, no, they all know who they are. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Orchard. Chris Orchard's a big player. He came up with some um, very very heavy hitting expensive cars. Um, and I think uh, there's a few of us that are going to go down to his burnout comp um, in Perth coming up. So um, he supports us. We're going to go down and support him. So we'll take some some craft cars down to the big smoke. Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll look forward to uh, taking the cash back off them. Hey, mate, thanks for yeah. your time last week and this week. And hopefully uh, you can um, get your, uh, your co-worker back at some point for scaring the yeah. bejesus out of you last weekend. I will do. I definitely will do. <laughs> good on you, Clark. Thanks for your time. Awesome. Awesome, Dave. Thank you. Cheers, Clark mate. Smith. Yeah, Clark Smith from the uh, Nickel Bay Speedway uh, Burnout Committee. A massive weekend last weekend. Uh, well done to everyone involved in getting that organised. We're heading towards the 9 o'clock update. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. 
Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. Thanks to uh, the Extreme Sports Shop in the Caratha City Shopping Centre. Shout out to Shaz and the crew in there this morning. In the last hour, we spoke with Jimmy Daniels from the Burrup Mountain Biking Club, and we mentioned in passing Jax Homan uh, from the Pilbara Trailblazers. Well, we'll give uh, Jax the right of reply in this hour. But uh, tomorrow, down at Windy Ridge Oval in Dampier, the Big Freeze 9 is coming to the West Pilbara. We'll catch up with Shannon Fraser and talk about that next. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Beautiful Saturday morning yet again here in the Pilbara, the Saturday Sports Show. Talking footy, well, footy for a cause. Last Monday in uh, in Melbourne, it was a public holiday for the King's birthday and it was the big freeze for MND and they raised a stack of cash there, 86,000 people pretty much all wearing blue beanies at the MCG to see the Ds down the pies. Now, the big freeze is coming to the West Pilbara and it's on tomorrow. The Sharks and the Wolves Juniors have got together uh, and we're putting on Big Freeze 9, if you like, uh, to join the Big Freeze down at Windy Ridge this year instead of out at uh, Wickham Town Oval. Shannon Fraser joins me. He's one of the uh, committee members at the uh, Dampy Sharks to talk about uh, fighting the beast. Morning, Shannon. How are you? Yeah, g'day, Dave. How you going, mate? Thanks for having me on the show. Pretty good. Uh, MND is an insidious disease. A lot of people are talking about it, and uh, uh, Neil Danaher being the uh, the face, the public face, I guess, of uh, Fight MND. Now, it was a massive effort on Monday. It always is uh, for the uh, big freeze at the G. Uh, what's involved at, for the big freeze at uh, Windy Ridge tomorrow? What's what's involved? What's going on? Uh, yeah. So we've got a um, kindly donated by the Wickham Footy Club. We've got a dunk tank. So nice. we're um, hoping to get a couple of local celebrities around town to uh, join the big freeze. Mate. When you Drop say the, local uh, celebrities, are you talking about, say, potentially a City of Caratha councillor who's also a breakfast announcer on Triple M? Would that be a, a suitable candidate? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I reckon that could be arranged. Let me, let me, work, let me get my people to, to talk to his people and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I reckon we get Pablo on there for sure, mate. <laughs> I want I want video footage. I want it to go straight up on Pablo's new Facebook page. <laughs> Sounds good, I reckon. Oh, so it's but it's not just the uh, the dunk tank. You've got uh, junior footy uh, being played throughout the day as well. Is that right? Yeah, we've got junior footy. Um, also, we've got a uh, we'll be selling beanies on the day, mm-hmm. and we'll having. Uh, one of the mothers is uh, putting together a uh, bake sale as well, so it'll be. Uh, oh, nice, how good uh, is that? Freshly baked produce, ready to ready to go, mate. Uh, now I know you're on the committee at uh, Dampy Sharks. Are you going to slip in some of the uh, the green and gold beanies in with those blue ones or not? Oh, I think we, we, we should be able to get a few <laughs> green and gold beanies down there, mate. Oh, Australia, not too, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Russell would have a word with you if you didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got junior footy games, uh, a couple of games at 8.30. Um, the young kids, the three fours and the four fives going around at 8.30. 10 o'clock, it's the four fives again. This time it's the Sharky Greens against the Wolves White. 11.30, the bigger kids, the six sevens go, go around. Uh, one o'clock this, uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon, not this afternoon. Tomorrow it's the Sharks and the Wolf Cats. So that's the year eights and nines from high school, finishing off with the year 10s to 12s at 3 o'clock. Now, in between all that, the dunk tank is going to get a workout. Now, I believe 
we've got not only coaches from uh, both clubs, Sharks and, and Wolves, involved in this, is it? Yep, yeah, both clubs. Very good. Yep. Okay, and if we can uh, source out some of the... Uh, the coaches from our near neighbours here in uh, Cats and Falcons would be good to get them down there as well tomorrow. Yeah, uh, they're not doing anything welcome. on a Sunday. More, oh. more than welcome to come down after their game and um, have a sit on the dunk <laughs> tank, mate. Can't, I don't think we'll get too many takers, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the uh, the Cats and Falcons players, as long and alongside the Sharks and Wolves players, would love to see the coach finally get into a ice bath that they keep making the players get into. Uh, so, but that that aside, we've got some notable celebrities now. We'll work on getting uh, Councillor Miller down there. But uh, Woodside's Wayne Harlan's going to be first up uh, just before ten o'clock. Uh, yep, yeah, we've got Wayne lined up. He's pretty keen. Um, also a uh, keen keen mud crabber, so uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, <laughs> dressed up in his finest, mate. Nice. Uh, you've also got from uh, Rio Tinto uh, the port manager, Michelle Radley. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, you know, she was really keen to put She's a hand keen? up. She's keen. Yeah, well, I don't think she knows the tank's full of ice yet. <laughs> but, um, she'll soon work that out when she comes down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quick note for you, Michelle. I know it's Saturday morning, but uh, quick note: get the wetsuit out for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Watercorp Sharon Board's also going to be there after lunch for the uh, third round of dunking. Yeah, absolutely. I heard she's um, got a costume lined up, so she'll be uh, dressed up, ready to go. All right, and then we'll get into the local constabulary in the afternoon. Now, is it going to be like the uh, the celebrity big freeze uh, slide? You're going to have them these these notable locals getting into costumes as well. I mean, you just mentioned Sharon's got a cosy re- ready ready to go. What about Wayne and Michelle and, and the police? Uh well, I'm hoping the police will be wearing their uniform. So that'll be a big, that's a big enough costume for them, guys. But, um, look, it's up to them. Uh, if they, uh, I think we'll have a few costumes there that they can uh, put on if they w- would like to. But um, also probably a wetsuit there for, for Michelle as well, I reckon. <laughs> now, there's going to be merch, obviously. The uh, beanie's available to uh, purchase. What about uh, feed for the day? Is it going to be the canteen open? Yeah, the canteen will be open. There's a uh, wide range of food in the canteen. Uh, one of the best uh, footy canteens in the Coober, I believe. Oh, you say that like you mean it too. Well done. Uh, you, you'll stay on the committee for another year. So this is this is our big freeze day. It's tomorrow. It's at Windy Ridge Oval, kicking off. Well, the first dunks are not until uh, around ten o'clock, just before ten o'clock. But uh, the footy gets underway from eight thirty with the young taggers playing down at Windy Ridge Oval. It's tomorrow uh, for round seven of uh, of local footy. Uh, Shannon, I thank you for your time today, and hopefully we do raise a, a stack of money for the uh, the fight MND to uh, fight the uh, to fight the beast, as we say. Uh, good on you, Dave. Thanks for having us on, mate. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Last weekend, uh, we spoke with Phil Gore in the lead-up to the uh, Backyard Ultra Marathon that was being run by the Pilbara Trailblazers. And uh, I want to thank Jax Homan for uh, putting me on to Phil to get some tricks and tips going into 24 hours of running. Now, if you're not sure what the Backyard Ultra was uh, all about, Jax joins me again today from the Trailblazers. Um, Hello, Jax. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Just to uh, quickly catch people up then, the Backyard Ultra, the Red Dirt Backyard Ultra, which was last Saturday through all night through to Sunday, uh, was 24 laps of 6.71 kilometres, each lap to be completed in 60 minutes or less, and the next lap not to be started until the start of the next hour. Is that right? 
That's right. How good am I going? I actually pay attention to you. Yeah, you've definitely got this. (laughs) I've got the theory behind it. All right. So in the end, uh, when I was when I was speaking to Phil, he we said we came up with uh, we thought there would be about twenty entries for the solo side of things because you, but you did have teams in there as well. So did we get twenty solo runners roughly? Roughly, yep. yep. We had uh, nineteen, yep. and then we had uh, six teams of four, yep. and we had three duos. Oh, okay. So wow. Phil was saying that uh, he expected, and I put him on the spot for this towards the end of the uh, chat last week, he expected of 20 that one-fifth, um, 20% would finish. So four runners from the 20 would actually complete each of the 24 laps. How close was he? <laughs> not not too close. Ah, right. uh, we, had, we only had one, um, and he was uh, amazing, Ethan. Um as I said to you, I think it would be great if you can get on and have a chat with him. He just put in a stellar effort and did all 24 hours and so in total completed 161 kilometres of running. 100 miles. Mm. That's right, 100 miles. Yes. Uh, so congratulations to Ethan, uh, the only solo to complete. How many of the duos managed to get all 24 in? Uh, we didn't have a duo get to 24, but the duo that got the furthest, I'm actually just checking for you now, I think they did around uh, 17 laps between them. That's so together effort. they did, it is a fair effort, they did 114 kilometres. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming one did more than the other, if it's an odd number, nine, 17. <laughs> you know, if we're going to be fair about it, you'd say nine and eight, but it probably wasn't. No, actually, it's an interesting um, outcome with the teams, and I don't think we knew what this would look like, but in some cases, one person out of the duo or in a team of four, um, certain participants would, for whatever reason, um, tap out or something would happen, and so then it was up to the rest of the team to decide if they were going to carry on and how they would carry on. Um, We had another team where three of the entrants um, ended up um, sort of coming out, and then one decided that she was going to carry on and ended up doing another like three or four laps um, herself after the rest of her team had finished. Does so that she go to the team tally then, or does she become an individual? No, it goes to her team. So, oh, um, how grateful are they? <laughs> yeah, I know. She, maybe she was cursing their names. Who knows? But um, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing to see that she um, she decided to carry on for them. So, yeah. So we had six teams of four, you said? Yes, six teams of four. And, and uh, one of those teams did do the 24 hours. Yes. One of them um, teams so they, all the way through? Yep. Well, let's they name were, them. Who um, are they? They were from um, Primal MMA. And um, so Erin, Jesse, Richard and Lee, and they were amazing. They, yep, they told us right from the outset that they were going to do 24 hours, and um, sure enough, they did. Primal MMA, that's, uh, they're the fighters, aren't they? <laughs> the fighters, yes. Yeah, we're not going not gonna to get uh, involved with them. They're far too fit for me. Uh, and so is Ethan, by the way. Um, if you can get me Ethan's details uh, in a my program down the track, we'll have a chat with him because apparently you were telling me uh, off air that he is actually now in training for double the distance of what he's just done. I believe so, yes. Um, there's an event called Delirious, uh, which is oh, delirium. 200 miles. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what happens when you run it. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious West. So, yeah. Um, and where is that run? 
Where does that take place? Uh, Southwest WA. I'm not 100% sure, but um, he, yeah, is training for that. So right. that's what he told us. Let's put it in the southwest of WA where it's cold and wet and make it a really wet August day. Look forward to that, Ethan. Sure. <laughs> I probably got that completely wrong and everyone is listening is going, Jax. No, nah, that's fine. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll run with it. I don't mind. That's, I'm happy with that. So where to from here for Trailblazers? I did see the uh, the weekly plan had not much on it until about Wednesday night this week where there was a bit of an evening sort of run out in the hills, was it, or just an evening get-together? But uh, the most, most of the week this week, pretty free. Yeah, we've got a light week. Uh, we've, you know, done some debriefing around dirt, red dirt, getting some feedback from everybody and, uh, you know, just thinking about what we can do for next year with regards to that and mm. then um, shifting gears and putting our focus back onto the Trail Adventures program. Um, there'll be a long run tomorrow morning, uh, starting at the BMX track at 6am for those who are, you know, getting back into that and training for um, some of those events coming up in July. Jax, you did a long run last weekend. What is a long run tomorrow? Uh, what we're going to do tomorrow actually is the uh, the last piece of the 21 kilometre course that will be on the 22nd of July. So that's about 7Ks, but it'll end up being around a 10K run starting from the BMX track. Um, it's got quite a bit of elevation in it, so it's not long, long in kilometres, but it's uh, definitely a workout. It'll be taxing because you've got the up and down part of it as well. Right. Mate, uh, all the best tomorrow. Then I will. Uh, I'll. I'll think about you as the alarm goes off in the morning, and I, when I roll over, I mean that'll be the last. I'll think about you guys doing the long run tomorrow. But uh, <laughs> thanks for your time today. And once again, listen seriously. Congratulations to everyone from the Trailblazers group for setting it up last week. The Red Dirt Backyard Ultra went off. I won't say as smooth as because there was always going to be a few kinks. But uh, well done to everyone that um, got it organised, and a huge shout out to the Primal Trip, uh, Primal MMA group and uh, Ethan for getting through all 24. Uh, and was it uh, was it young Dillis who got into the uh, 2-2 round and then, fall, and then pulled out? Yes. Yep. She was, uh, she was the one who carried on after oh, her yeah, team. Oh, yeah, in the team. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, she did such a stellar effort. I think, if I am not mistaken, she did... Eight laps on it, like in total. Yeah, might even have been a bit more than that. So there you go. Very good, and I have seen photographic evidence of you in a tutu. So well done to you, Jax. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been known to crank out a tutu from oh, time I'm sure to time. You have. Hey, thanks for your time again on a, on a Saturday sports show. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday sports show on Triple M.